0: What's happening? Welcome to Tuesday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. On the phone now is Denise in Oklahoma. Hey, Denise, how are you? I'm good. How about you? Doing pretty good. What can I help you with?
1: Okay, so I have a question for you. Being a responsible dog mom, since you have two dogs as well, so I walk my dogs every evening on my way when I get home from work. So um, I am that responsible mom, so I pick up the poop, right? So on Wednesday mornings, that's when our trash has been picked up. So the cans are still um, on the curb when I go and walk the dogs. So as I'm walking my dogs last week, I have an empty can at the end of the road, and I throw away the poop bag. Well, the neighbor yelled at me and said I should not be putting things in her trash can. Mm. So would you rather I leave it in your yard, or did I do something wrong by picking a can and throwing away the poop?
0: Well, first of all, I think they have some sort of issue happening with themselves. Here, I think they'd rather you just pick it up in a bag and then take it to your house. Right. You're doing the right thing until they say don't do it anymore. Okay? I think if you have trash, you can put it in anybody's trash as long as you're not over flooding their trash can. If there's space in a trash can, put trash in the trash can. Like, why didn't they want you putting the poop in there? What were they going to put in that trash can that they apparently were waiting to the last minute to do?
1: It had already been picked up. It was empty.
0: Mm, okay. Now, d- got it. Now, if they have to take that trash can back into a garage and it's full of poop, that I could see being troublesome, problem, whatever you want to say there. So, mm, I might have switched sides knowing that that's the case. I would think if it's full and they're about to come pick it up, you can drop it in. I don't know that I would put poop in an empty trash can knowing it's going to go back inside someone's garage or house.
2: Yeah. And I have, I, first of all, I've done what you're doing. Normally I try to make sure no one can see, but I mean, yeah, it helps to be able to throw it in a trash can. But ever since I moved last year, I have a different trash company situation happening. Never had this before in my life, but they will only take things that are bagged Me too. individually. So if there's random poop bags or a random can or this or that, they won't grab it. So then, that, I don't know the case where she lives, but that could be a situation where then they have to dig it out themselves.
0: Well, you're not going to like this, Denise, because <laughs> yeah. I think you were doing the responsible thing yes. is throwing trash in the trash. However, because it was empty and they have to pull it back in the house, mm-hmm. I would go, I'd probably just take it home with you. If it's full, got no problem with you putting it in there. But anyway, if they if they ever go stop doing it anyway, you have to stop doing it regardless.
2: Yeah, because it, it is their property.
0: But I would have done it if it was a full trash can. Yeah. But I'm going to say, Denise, I, oh, I hate to do this. Sometimes no. being a judge is tough. I know. Because you have to side with, you know, dumb...
2: But we learn and we grow. Because, like, I've done what she's done. But now so I'm I. more aware of it since so my I. trash service is different now.
0: Denise, take your poop home. Put it in your own <laughs> trash. I got it. Do you understand what I'm saying? They have to take a trash can back in their garage with poop in it. I do. Yeah. I hate to side against you, but... Yeah. Uh, Last dismissed. Oh, okay. And what we, no, adjourned. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> adjourned. All right, Denise, thank you for calling. Sorry, I decide against you. That's all right. Thanks, guys. I all appreciate right. it. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Uh we'll check in with Eddie a little later. He's asleep. He's probably gonna be asleep for another hour and a half or so. So Eddie's walking West Virginia to Tennessee. We got, you know, today, and hopefully by the end of the show, tomorrow, he will be all the way there, just like the George Strait song says. Why don't we go over and check in with the mailbag?
3: You send him an key mail. On the air. It's something we call Bobby's Meltback.
0: yeah. Bobby Bones, my fiancé and I are getting married in a few months. My dilemma is that his hairline has really receded and thinned out over the last year. This is where you wish Eddie was here for this one.
2: Yeah, so, okay, it's her dilemma. I'm mm-hmm. curious to see where this is going to go.
0: I've always felt when a guy starts to bald, it's time to chalk up the loss and shave it all. I think bald looks better than balding. For our wedding photos, I personally think he would look better if he shaved his head. In our four years together, he hasn't ever mentioned his hairline or that he's feeling self-conscious about it. He's never been one to wear ball caps and try to cover it. I assume he doesn't mention it because he doesn't care about it. Do you, th- <laughs> Do you think I should bring up asking him to shave his head bald for the wedding photos, or is that rude of me? Would you be offended if Kalen asked you to change something about yourself before the wedding? Thanks for any advice. The Concerned fiance. I love the last question. Would I be annoyed? Yes, I would be. If she came and she was like, Yeah, you know what? If you could lose seven pounds, or no. if you could not do your hair that way, yeah. or if you could not wear your glasses, I would be annoyed. It doesn't mean I wouldn't listen eventually, because my thing is I get really annoyed and then I go back and I go, Well, she has a point. So but yes, I would be annoyed. I don't I don't
4: think. Ray, you're kind of the guy that was going bald, and you started to go to get hair treatments. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, the self-conscious thing is definitely a factor. If she brings this up, talk about really thinking about yourself and not the wedding. I mean, that's all he's going to think about. And it's, it's, is he going to cut it? Is he going to be offended by her? The whole wedding, is he going to be like, man, I wish I would have had my hair. Man, she's already controlling me. You can't even talk. You can't talk about it.
2: Yeah, does this comment end the wedding?
4: (laughs) I don't think it ends it. (laughs) I know that I would be annoyed
0: if Caitlin asked me to change something before our wedding. I would. I think that you probably just get married and don't address the hair. If he, if he ever gives you an opening, I think you take it, but I don't think you sit down, grab him by the hands and go, Hey, you need to shave your head and go bald. Yeah. That's a
2: tough one. It's such a sensitive conversation. And then, yeah, you have to reverse it. Like, what if he came to you and was suggesting you do something with the way you Ooh, look?
0: I know. You wouldn't like, be like that. Oh,
2: which I mean, I think our heart's in the right place of like, hey, he, he would look great with a sh- shaved head. And I think for some guys, it's it's difficult to maybe take that plunge and realize like, oh, okay, I could shave it. Because, I mean, I know you mentioned Eddie not being here, but I feel like he, he's someone you try to tell him maybe he
0: should shave it. He didn't want to. He wanted to hang on to every strand <laughs> exactly. for as long as he possibly could. So
2: there's something about guys wanting to hold uh-huh. on.
0: Yeah, I think you just uh, leave it be. Ooh. If he brings it up, you can say your piece if he asks for it, but I don't think you've, you, you raise your hand and go, I got something to say.
2: Yeah. I mean, that, it's
0: delicate, but I think that's a delicate way to handle it there.
2: Right.
0: It's his, his life, his hair. Eesh. That's a tough one, but that's our advice, and we universally feel that same way about it. Yes. There you go. Thank you for emailing us. We hope you liked that. Close up the mailbag. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. Morgan, if they want to email us, what do they do?
5: Mailbag at bobbybones.com.
0: So when Eddie finished his walk last night, he left us this journal entry. So here you go. After Eddie finished last night, This is him talking to us. Hey, it's
3: producer Eddie, and uh, we've made it to our destination. We've walked 25 miles today, and it's exactly 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern. We've walked through Wardell, Belfast, Mills, Rosedale, Barnett, and now we are in Lebanon, Virginia. Uh man, it's 25 miles. It was brutal, but we made it. A lot of fun stuff though. I mean we got we got to meet a lot of listeners. A lot of listeners stopped by, they honked, took pictures, and then cops really like to pull us over. Got pulled over a few times, but they let us go as soon as they found out what we were doing. I will check in with you guys later this morning when I start walking again.
0: So he's alive, he's walking. We will check in live with Eddie as he starts his walk again this morning as he is moving closer to Tennessee. All right, it's the Bobby Bone Show. We'll check in live with Eddie after he wakes up this morning. Coming up,
5: Bobby Bone Show. The latest
4: from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny.
5: Jason Aldean is headed to Las Vegas for a three-date tour. He'll play Park MGM for three nights in December this year. Tickets for the show go on sale Friday. Luke Combs talked about his writing process for his recent number one song, Forever After All.
4: I had had that, you know, kind of idea going around on my phone. And I was kind of in that mood of, oh, we just moved into our house. That's going to be our home for a long time together. And um, so I was just kind of in that moment in that state I guess when we were writing this song and uh, I'm, I'm glad that, that I feel like we did a great job on it.
5: Jordan Davis admitted that he was nervous to return to the stage for the first time since the pandemic hit.
4: It was crazy I don't think we knew how much we missed it um, and I haven't been that nervous since god I, I can't tell you the last time I, I had nerves like that walking on a stage but man like after that first song you know it, it really did feel like we were back.
5: I'm Morgan number two that's your skinny.
4: It's time for the good news. With Amy.
5: Tell me
2: something good. What would you do if, like, two days after you proposed to Caitlin, she lost her engagement ring?
0: <laughs> I'd feel bad for her and be thank God we have insurance.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's got to be the worst feeling in the world. And that's what happened to this woman, Rebecca. Two days after getting engaged, she accidentally lost her engagement ring at the bottom of a lake. Mm. But luckily, they were able to call this guy Angus, who's a diver, and he put on his wetsuit, grabbed his snorkel, and used an underwater metal detector. It took him about 20 minutes, found the ring at the bottom of the lake. (laughs) Thank goodness. Also,
0: an underwater metal detector.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I know. I was like, that's fancy. And they want to invite Angus to their wedding in August.
0: (laughs) So that'd be fun. Also, what a name, right? Mm -hmm. Like, and tell me some of the good names. The Mount Rushmore of cool names. Angus might be up there. I have a friend who said that he was, they had, they had gone down to Florida and they were out on the water at the beach. And this guy had just proposed to this girl, like the day before, maybe even that morning. But they were out on the boat together and he kept pranking her by pushing her off the little surfboard, the surfboard, whatever. But you stand on it, like stand up paddleboard, maybe. Yeah. And he kept pushing her off. Well, and he helped her up the second time, pushed her off again. And that second time, she, her ring went off her finger and lost it in the bottom of the ocean. And it was gone. Well,
2: then you need to call Angus. Well,
0: then I know. You can go find it from the bottom of the ocean yeah, that's floor. True. And she, he said she was so mad. Like, she was like, why did you keep doing this? Now we lost the ring. Imagine that happened within 24 hours of you proposing. It's awful. That you're an idiot. Oh my you keep gosh. pranking your fiance. Uh, Angus, you rock. Amy, good story. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. All right, Eddie's on with us. Eddie, you're not walking yet, right? No, I haven't started yet.
3: I'm kind of just easing my way out of bed. Yesterday was rough.
0: And where are you?
3: I'm at the hotel still. I just got breakfast. I'm about to put some icy hot on my legs. Rub that in. (laughs) (laughs) Rub-a-dub-dub.
0: Is that the move? What's the early morning move before you go walk today?
3: Stretch. Stretch and
0: put some icy hot on there. And then I got to put
3: that body glide, that stuff that helps you not chafe. Mm -hmm. So I kind of put that in different parts of my body and then my Put my socks on and my shoes and I'm ready to roll.
0: Are you doing ice at night or in the morning or what?
3: No, just a, yeah, I'm doing it at night, but bones. So I'm sticking my feet in uh, in ice for like 30 seconds at a time. It hurts so bad, but it feels great after I'm done. I probably do that for about three minutes or so.
0: So Eddie's on the road today. Yesterday was 23 miles. What town did you end up in last night? As, uh, Lebanon, where, where, Virginia. Yeah, where are you this morning? Lebanon, Virginia?
3: Yeah, 11 in Virginia, and it looks like I have about a twenty-mile hike today to my next my next goal. And this is through the mountains. This one's cutting. Okay, so to give you a visual, the last two days was going alongside a mountain range, and then today I'm crossing it. So I think that w- Scoob and I drove through it on the way up here. I think it's pretty much a valley, but it's still. I mean, it's still very steep. But it, it's probably the lowest that you can get during the in the middle of the mountain range.
0: So Eddie's walking through the mountains. Do you have a cane? Do you have a stick? A good walking stick?
3: <laughs> no, I was talking to some friends though that were telling me, dude, you gotta get walking sticks. And I was like, I, I just figured I. I'm only doing this for four days. I really don't need to buy walking sticks, but they said it really helps, but I didn't get any. I mean oh, if, man. Any,
0: if anything I'd have it just to beat off animals if yeah, they came to it's me. That's
2: another good use of a walking stick. No, I have a knife for
0: that, guys. Okay, no, but, but the knife like is only tiny... so far. You can that's only you reach it with your arm. With a stick you have a good three or four feet outside of you. Uh, well then I do have scuba in the back with a gun, so I'm
3: not worried about it. <laughs> All
0: right. Eddie is headed off in about an hour he will start walking we are tracking day three of four as Eddie walks West Virginia to Tennessee. All right, Eddie, we'll talk to you later on. Get that icy hot on. (laughs) All right, man. Thank you, guys. There was a couple that chained themselves together on Valentine's Day. They now have had the chain cut, and they immediately broke up. Oh. Like, it almost doesn't matter who it is, right? If you're chained to somebody for 123 days, don't you think you're kind of sick of them?
2: Things are going to come up.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Alexander Cudley in Victoria spent 123 days chained to each other. They set a record, and then they immediately ended their relationship. Before they were cut apart, they had been planning to marry each other. But as soon as the chain was cut, they backed away from each other. They moved far away. They are not together anymore.
2: Well, maybe they just need a little space, and then we'll see if they can rekindle.
0: They hope to make a lot of money with the stunt. They're not sure how much money they've made. A lot of people did care and watch and stream. But they did say they are not together anymore. Okay. But that's just a, that's a lot of time to be that close to somebody. You ever see the stories on those uh, daytime talk shows about the twins that are connected? Yeah, conjoined. Wild.
2: Yeah. Wait, did you watch one recently? No. Oh. This makes me think of
0: that because you're basically that. Yeah. You're joined here, but the conjoined twins sometimes they live as two different people. Mm-hmm. That those those stories are crazy. Yeah, they are. It's pretty wild. Yeah. Lunchbox did go and test something out. You know, Brett Eldridge was in studio, and when he talked about taking cold showers, and you were also like, cold showers are the best. Yeah, I'm a fan. Oof, I am not a fan. And you're not a fan either? I had never done it, so I was like, let me check this out. If they say this is
6: the key to a good life and a good day, let me wake up in the morning and take a cold, cold shower.
0: So Lunchbox took a cold, cold shower for how long? I mean, I was in there for like three minutes.
2: That's the time. That's
0: what you said. Yeah, three minutes. Oh, that sounds miserable. <laughs>
2: Once you get it, like after the first minute goes by, then you're good.
6: And so what's the audio you have afterward? No, no, this is me taking the shower. I took the oh. phone in there with me.
0: Like, oh. I have the water running, and then I turn it to shower mode. Here we go. Here is Lunchbox. is 30 seconds of him taking a shower.
6: Oh, boy. Here we go. <laughs> All right. About to hit shower mode. Here we go. Oh, oh, oh. oh. That's sweet Jesus! oh. <laughs> <Back on. laughs> I'm going to put my head Oh! <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> i <I'm awake. laughs> <laughs> Why would you ever do that to
0: yourself? <laughs> he went from sounding like Glinda the Good Witch <laughs> to sounding like a squealing pig yeah. to sounding like Yosemite Sam. <laughs> All in one clip.
2: Yeah, putting my face under is my favorite part because that's where I really feel like I'm waking up.
0: Okay,
6: you did it. Oh, it's terrible. Like, I don't understand what the benefit is. What about uh, after you got out, though? But you said, I'm awake. Well, yeah, you're awake, but I'm telling you, like, your whole body tightens up because you're like, oh, trying to keep yourself warm. And, I mean, you did go out and have a day,
0: but you, you, I did wake up faster, but, man, that was miserable. So you're not doing it? No. Do this every morning if you want to be successful, by the way. It's not cold shower. Oh, okay. I was
2: like, oh, wow. Am I going to be successful?
0: (laughs) Well, they say the worst thing you can do is check your email. The best is to wake up an hour before you need to be awake. So that's what you're supposed to do. It's wake up an hour before you need to be awake, which is never going to happen. I'm squeezing for sleep. Everybody squeezes for sleep, right? Right. Like We're sleeping the longest we possibly can. Absolutely. And then we wake up and we just go as soon as we get up. Does anyone here wake up and just have a little you time in the morning? No.
2: I mean, occasionally I'll get to sit down with my coffee and my puzzle for a couple minutes but before the show. That's rare, but it has happened, and it does feel good.
0: I feel like that couple minutes would be better served for me sleeping. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Why waste time having alone time? Researchers found after studying 1,000 career professionals that are doing well for themselves, they all wake up earlier than they have to be awake. (laughs) I've never been a morning person. I do this job. I will not be a morning person forever. Hopefully, I don't have to be a morning person a whole lot longer. I would love to not be able to do. Th- I'd love to be able to do this show like three hours later.
2: Okay, is there a game plan for that, or you have anything in mind? Yeah, but you listen, update it, us on every, something? everything
0: is 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 fluid in in media these days. It is, yeah. But so cold shower is a no. Cold shower is a definite no. Do not do it. Oh, do not do it.
2: I actually recommend the opposite. Give it a try.
0: But why? Why?
2: It does. It makes me feel good. Like there are, you can Google all the different health benefits that they say are out there. But for me personally, I just feel better when I emerge from the cold shower. And it does give me a better start to my day.
0: This is Ashley from Arkansas who left us a voicemail.
1: Good morning, studios. I had a question. I have an opportunity to get a new puppy. The problem is I already have a, a dog. He's going to be 10 years old this year. And a couple of years ago, he tore through his ACL and I had to have surgery. And I'm a little concerned that running around with a new puppy is going to hurt him more than help him. Should I get a new puppy and just kind of keep an eye on my older puppy? Or should I just wait until a later date and wait for another puppy to come around. What do
0: y'all think? Well, I can understand the pain of having two dogs and uh, one of them not being completely healthy. Ours is the opposite, where Eller has basically had the whole yard in a side room as she's been in heat because we could not get her fixed in time. Uh, so we're dealing with having to keep dogs separate. You could always do that if you can, but that's that's been it's so tough on us Yeah, is to keep two dogs separate and move them rooms. But she gets fixed on the 30th, and then they should be able to kind of play a bit more. I mean, puppies are tough even without another animal. Puppies are so much work, and don't be fooled by Instagram. Yep, they're cute, but you're only seeing like the seven minutes in an hour that they're not completely difficult. And I say this from an absolute dog lover. I'd probably wait a minute till your dog is healthy again.
2: Yeah, unless I would too. this dog
0: just needs adopted mm-hmm. and some you need to give it a home because if you don't give it a home, something bad's gonna happen to it. I would wait. If you're like, man, if I don't adopt this dog. Who knows what's going to happen? I grab the dog and figure it out. But if you can wait, I would suggest you do wait. That way both dogs get the most out of their life. Because you're all right. That big dog could, if you're worried about his injury, or he could just not care. Sometimes Stanley does not care about Eller. And he's like, I'm just going to go to sleep. I don't care. She can run around me all she wants. But I would wait if you can.
2: Yeah, I would think that your stress level, (laughs) like you can control that if you wait. And it's just probably the more responsible thing to do if you can.
0: I have a friend who... Does a lot of traveling for work and he's like, Man, I really want to get a dog. He's like, But I'm I'm gone like five days a week. He's like, I can probably get a dog. I was like, No, no, no. Hey, I mean, it's great to go, hey, go get a dog, and dogs are awesome and they make your life better, but you actually have to be there a little bit. Mm-hmm. And if you're gone all the time, that that's extremely tough. Um, uh, thank you, Ashley, for the for the call and the voicemail. You guys can leave us a voicemail anytime. 877 77 Bobby. That's our phone number.
4: Amy's pile of stories
2: so Canon you know the company that makes printers and camera lenses and all kinds of other things that's
0: still a company huh
2: yeah huh well, yeah for sure well they have installed something at their offices where it's AI cameras that force employees to smile in order to open doors or even book meetings. <laughs>
0: Is that it, controversial or is that just No, funny? I mean, they
2: just are trying to uh, get workers to smile. If you want to get anywhere, you got to smile. The facial recognition software won't unlock it if you are frowning.
0: <laughs> I like it. I just thought it may be some sort of controversial story. Everybody's upset about something. Oh, no. Oh, they're making a smile at work. Can you believe? Everybody's butthurt about everything. Yeah. So,
2: Well, this is my next story is something that's a little controversial. There's this 58-year-old nurse that is suing her workplace After her colleagues gave her a birthday card joking about her age. So it was a picture of an older person riding a motorcycle. And it read, it's not about age, it's about attitude. And she sued for discrimination.
0: Okay, this is what I was talking about with the last story. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Where people are just way too sensitive.
2: She said that if her 20-year-old son had given it to her, she would feel like it's a bit cheeky. But it's completely unprofessional for coworkers to give a card that is age related and she described it as and she's suing oh yeah she said uh, it's the most traumatic thing she's gone through and I feel like then age- she's gone
0: through nothing in her <laughs> life and she should be appreciative that she's finally going through something that's yeah. not uh, if she's at
2: 58 years uh, old and, and this, this is what's causing her some pain I'm like oh okay well
0: <laughs> you know what if they want to uh, write a little note like we shouldn't have done this Make, but there's, there should be our courts should not be bothered with this
2: yeah well they are uh, and Darius Rucker he was on TikTok talking about the best tour prank that's ever been played on him and he said it was actually the first tour the country tour that he was on he was opening for Rascal Flats and they brought goats out onto the stage and then they also put goats in his dressing room and the goats caused about $10,000 worth of damage
3: And I go in, and these goats are eating the dressing room. They're eating everything in there. And the funniest thing was, there was this one baby goat, and he had jumped up on a stool, and he was looking in the mirror. And the whole time I saw him, all he did was attack himself in the mirror, (laughs) and it was hilarious. But the best part of it was, I think that cost Rascal Flatts like (laughs) ten thousand dollars. They just
0: destroyed the dressing room. But it was a great prank. That's pretty funny.
2: Yeah, I'm Amy. That's
4: my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news with Lunchbox. Tell me something good.
6: This woman in Colorado had a little bit over a month off of work for vacation. She's like, "What am I gonna do?" You know what? I'm gonna take a road trip across the United States and I'm gonna pick up trash along the way. Wow! So people donated money, which paid for her gas, and she spent 23 days picking up 126 bags of trash. All across the U.S. in Colorado, New Mexico, Arizona, Texas, Louisiana, Florida, Georgia, Tennessee, Kentucky, Ohio, Pennsylvania, and New York. And whenever you donated money, you got your name on a bag of trash. She said it was mostly face masks and a little bit. She found
0: tires with boots in it and fast food wrappers and water bottles. But there's a lot of face masks that have been just discarded on the side of the road. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's quite the vacation. I mean, that's awesome! Picking Sh- up trash. Stephanie Shawarowicz. You nailed it. That's exactly how to say her name. We saw in the news. Yeah. Yeah. That's Stephanie Shawarowicz. Exactly Chirour- Incredible <laughs> that yeah. she said littering sucks. I agree with that. Littering does suck. You ever see someone litter still and be like, "What planter? What where are you? at? What planter?" Yes. Are you going yes. Now?
2: They like open Always. their car door and like duck
6: they it just go in red the back
0: where I throw it in the glove. No, no, the back seat floorboard. Like, if I have something I got to toss, I just throw it on the backseat floorboard. And over a couple of days sometimes, there'll be some accumulation. And then I take it and I put it in the garbage mm. in the garage. But when I see someone litter, I'm just like, well, this is not 1983. When people used to just throw, you know. Which I assume they,
2: at that point, they just didn't know any they better. They did, right. They thought, oh, this is fine.
0: I cannot believe when people still litter out their car. Uh, what's her name again? <laughs> Stephanie Chimurin. Hey, great by you. Good on you. That's what it's all about.
6: That was Tell Me Something Good.
0: We're minutes away from checking in with Eddie as he continues his walk from West Virginia to Tennessee. But first, over to Amy with The Morning Corny. (coughs) The Morning Corny!
2: Why was the out-of-work plumber depressed?
0: Why was the out-of-work plumber depressed?
2: Because his career just went down the drain. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
0: that was the morning corny There you go Take that to work with you today
2: Especially if you're a plumber
0: Right <laughs> Big plumbing audience
2: Yeah, or maybe yeah. if you have a plumber coming to your house You can tell them yeah,
0: that Yeah, tell them that yeah. <laughs> On the phone right now is Lauren in Louisiana Lauren, how are you?
1: Good, how are you?
0: Doing pretty good What can I do for you?
1: Um, I just wanted to call My mom has been nagging me to call for a while. Um, June 10th, I was two years cancer free. And the reason I've been wanting to call you is because every morning on our way to my treatment, me and my mom would listen to you guys just to make me laugh or calm me down with music that I knew before having to go in and get chemo. And to just kind of clear my mind and take my mind off of everything that was going on.
0: Wow. Well, you sound young. How old are you?
1: Um, I'm 19 right now. I was 16 when I was diagnosed. Wow. Oh, man.
0: We well, are two years cancer-free. Two years. Come on. Good for you.
1: Thank you. How do you
0: feel? Do you feel healthy? Do you feel back at it, like 100%? Yes,
1: sir. Um, so, I, it was my. I was in junior year in high school when I was diagnosed, um, and I was playing softball at the time, so I had missed that whole season, but... It was uh, January when I was diagnosed. In August of that year, um, I was playing volleyball, made homecoming court, played softball again my senior year, and every checkup I've had since then has been crystal clear.
2: That's
0: uh, awesome! We love to hear it. We're so proud of you, and thank you for letting thank us you. be a part of that journey. We will also put you on hold and get you some pimp and joy gear.
2: Yeah, we need your address oh. and your size.
0: Well, not now, though. Don't say it on the air. No, we're going (laughs) to ask you those questions off the air.
2: Yeah, when you're on hold.
0: (laughs) Hey, Lauren, congratulations. I'm glad your mom convinced you to call us. So thank you for listening to her, picking up the phone and calling us. All right?
1: Thank
0: you. Hold on. Do not hang up. There is Lauren in Louisiana. That is a wonderful call. All right. It is time for Amy's Bird Minute because there is an update in your bird life.
2: Yeah, I mean, and it's not a good one.
0: All right, here we go. And now it's time for Amy's Bird Minute.
2: The only bird that I had officially named in my backyard was this red cardinal, and I was able to identify him because of his belly. Like, it's just a little bit more plump than the others, so I named him Happy. And he hasn't been around in about two weeks now, and I'm getting worried. I thought maybe he had just, you know, was taking a break, but... He hasn't been anywhere, and he was at my feeder consistently every day for a long time, so much so that we had a relationship.
0: So you think Happy's gone?
2: Yeah, like something happened, and I don't know. Maybe he moved on, but I've heard there can be pretty territorial, and it's not like the Cardinals have completely migrated or something because I still have other Cardinals that come to my feeder. hmm I just don't know where
0: Happy is. Happy is gone. Mm-hmm. Let us know if he comes back home. Oh Happy the gosh. big fat cardinal. Yes. <laughs> All right. That's Amy's bird minute. And that was Amy's bird minute. All right. We're going to go over. Uh, we're about to get started with Eddie as he's going to walk again. This is day number three. I ain't
3: got on this end a little
0: bit. Uh-oh. It's it. <laughs> he's talking <to laughs> I love someone. that. Eddie, you talking to somebody? Yes, this is Officer Jordan. Yeah. With a who are you with?
3: Uh, with the, with the, the community department. college. police department and he's stopping me to say he loves what I'm doing. Yeah, I do. Hey, thank you so much. I appreciate it Officer. Yes sir, me. of course. We're taking a picture, Bones.
0: Okay, I'll come back to you later. <laughs> All right, Eddie's about to <laughs> Eddie's about to get started for day three, which by the way. People are stopping him everywhere. I didn't know if they would or not.
2: Yeah, but if he's pausing for selfies here and there, that's going to cut into his time. That's right.
0: Well, he's not started yet today. Okay. This is a pre, but yes, if people see him on the road, hey, stop him. Take a picture with him. Probably let him sit in the car. His feet are probably hurting. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. All right, so we'll talk to Eddie as he starts coming up in a second as well. This girl, Katarina, she lives in New Hampshire. She has five feet of hair.
2: Oh my gosh, that's long. That's a lot of hair. Yeah.
0: And so people are offering her money, guys mostly, weirdos, Hmm. to touch it. Some people are offering her money to buy it to make it into wigs, but mostly it's creepo guys going, I'll give you a hundred bucks if I can just come and touch your hair or smell your hair.
2: Wow. That is crazy.
0: She has over 100,000 followers on Instagram. And again, a lot of them want to give her money just to touch her hair. One businessman offered her $25,000 to cut her hair off. And then a half a million dollars if she would let him shave it off.
2: Okay, she's taking that, right? But he
0: wanted to do it himself, and then he gets to keep it. Oh. She said the offer was tempting, and that much money buys a lot of wigs, but she turned them down.
2: Hmm.
0: Others want to pay to touch or brush. Some people are just weirdos. Some people want as a business move to make wigs, but some people are just weirdos. But Morgan, guys hit you up about your feet?
5: Oh, yeah. If I post my feet in any way on my Instagram story, on my Instagram I have at least five guys hitting me up in the DM like, can I buy your feet photos? And they are men that have relationship photos as their bio picture. And I'm like... Does your partner know you're asking me for feet photos?
0: So guys will hit you up and go, "I will give you money if you take pictures of your feet and send them to me."
5: Yes, one guy offered me five hundred dollars if I. Took <gasps> what?
0: Why did you feet? not Why do it? And sell that. Oh my sell that. Take Take picture of my feet, split it with them.
5: She's not trying to
2: sell her body. It's pictures of her feet. It's just feet. Oh, so now she's gonna. It's it's a gateway drug.
0: Stop! It doesn't have to be five hundred dollars. Her feet are already up on the internet at times. What's the difference? Someone offered you five hundred dollars to take like a photo shoot of your feet.
5: Yes, but I don't know. I I didn't even ask. Like, you know, what was he wanting from it? Because I just I didn't even want to go there. He wants your feet. Who cares? <laughs> but, but, but like, does he want my feet in a certain position? Does he like okay. need them wearing a certain shoe? I. It feels weird. If I, I don't know what he's gonna do to those feet photos. Who cares? Who cares? <laughs> I'll They're tell you me. what
0: you're gonna do with that five hundred bucks. You're gonna spend it. Oh my goodness. Pay your mortgage, <laughs> Amy. If someone. Wanted to take pictures of your feet. Yeah. Or if they said, "Hey, Amy, take five pictures of your feet mm-hmm. by yourself, just your feet, ankles mm-hmm. down." Yeah. And send them over, and I'll give you two hundred bucks.
2: No, I don't want to take. Pictures You're out. I cannot feet. believe. This. What is What's wrong with, with the feet? feet? People. Well, people comment. I put up. Uh, I, my my, my feet mind is My showing right now. the other day, and some guy commented about my feet too. It's weird. And there's that whole Wiki Feet website. You know what I'm talking about.
0: Have you heard of it? You're way into the feet scene, and you're not even going to show your feet pictures. Yeah. I don't know wiki feet. I'm sorry. Oh, well. It, well like you're it only the only one thing. that knows that. <laughs>
5: <I'm> sorry. You're <laughs> really
0: not going to take pictures of your feet for
5: $500? No. I don't know why. It just feels very wrong to me, and I can't explain it. I Like, I, I am willing to, to make money in a lot of ways, but for whatever reason, selling pictures of my feet just feels so weird. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I'm, like, violating a relationship because these people are are literally married or, like, in a serious relationship in their photos.
0: But it's pictures of feet. But that's their thing. But what am I, that's okay, their if their fetish is my ears, have at it, okay, baby.
2: Okay, so, so let's just bring this back to you and Caitlin, because yeah. that's what normally gets gets to you. Okay, say, would Caitlin let you buy feet pictures of another girl? I don't
0: like feet. It Would it so make sense? But, it, I don't, but I don't, but if someone wanted to buy my pictures of my feet, I don't and think she she'd would have a problem. And she would let you
2: sell them? Okay, yeah. what if a guy wanted pictures of her feet? Do you let her sell them? Sell, yeah. sell, sell,
0: sell, no! yeah. sell. <laughs> He'll the, the, <laughs> be the
6: cameraman. man. Are you kidding me? Of her you feet? Will?
2: I'm sure you and Caitlyn have a new business here. She could probably make a lot of money. i
0: have to hit her Sna- up about that. Yeah, okay,
2: hit her up and tell me what she says. <laughs> Please, right now, send her a text. Hey, Caitlyn. if I take photos of your feet and but sell no them for money. But no one's asking her. They
0: will. Well, I don't know if they will or not. Morgan, I don't know why you're not doing that. I don't know. I, my mind's blown right now.
5: Well, I also just don't, like, think I have pretty feet. Who cares? I, I, I do know, Like, I feel like that's weird.
0: It's weird you're not taking the money. I agree. That's <laughs> the weirdest part of it's this whole ju- conversation. If it was something else, if you're in a swimsuit, I, no, of course not. But, but you you're already put your feet on the internet.
5: Yeah, but, like, what if it escalates? They're like, oh, I see your feet. Can I see your ankles? Yes. But see? no. Yeah.
0: No, then you get more no. money. And
5: then your knee. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, then yeah, your thigh.
0: Raise the price. Yeah, okay. Wow. You need to only OnlyFans for your feet. <laughs> let's put eddie on the phone he is walking west virginia to tennessee it is day number three now eddie i thought we'd be walking by now and by we obviously i mean just you (laughs) but i thought you'd be on the road but you're not yet
3: i'm not bones because there's a storm passing through and i'm looking at the radar and it should be gone hopefully in the next 30 minutes to an hour
0: oh man so how far does that set you back though it's going to send me back a little bit, but
3: again, yesterday, I went about three extra miles than I should have, so good. Um, thank God I did that, so I should be on pace.
0: I'm looking at you now. Eddie is sitting in the passenger side of the car that Scuba Steve follows him in. The top of the car is covered in water, but you guys are under an awning, so it is raining. Oh, I see Rod Phillips, our boss there. Hey, ask him when we're getting our world premiere, Eddie. He said he's going to tell hey. us this
3: week. Hey, Rod. Uh, Bobby says that you were going to tell us this week, and we we're going to get our world premiere. So, <laughs> uh, when's that Everybody's happening? About yes, right
0: yeah. Well, there's nothing else to do. Eddie's sitting on his yeah. butt, waiting for the rain. Eddie, do you have any rain clothes? I do. So I stopped at Bass Pro Shop, got myself a rain jacket, a
3: slicker with a hood, and I got some. I don't know if this going to work, Bones. I have no idea what I'm doing, but it's like water repellent. You spray on tents. I'm going to try to spray those on my shoes so I can stay dry.
2: Oh, okay.
0: Can, Morgan, can people see what's happening with Eddie on the stream right now? Yeah, they can. That's not just for me. That's for everybody.
5: Yep, that's everybody's seeing that.
0: If you go to our Facebook page, you can watch Eddie. He's sitting waiting for the rain to pass. All right, Eddie, I guess we'll let you go for now because there's really nothing to talk about. How are your feet this morning?
3: Uh, actually, bones, not too bad. I mean, the closer I get to walking and moving around a little bit, it feels a little better. So uh, that's positive.
0: Are you being proactive about keeping your feet from hurting today? Because today is probably the biggest, hardest day for you.
3: Yes. Yeah, today's going to be rough, man. I mean, I, the the extra three miles I did yesterday was already a huge uphill. So that's what I'm expecting today. Up, down, up, down. So it's going to be terrible.
0: Last night we got on Instagram Live and it was me and Eddie and Mike D and Scuba Steve. We we're doing like this four-person and we talked. Eddie was in the hotel. He had his feet up and we finished and Eddie texted me. and he goes, hey, it's really fun when all of us get on and talk together. And I was like, we do it every day on the radio. Yeah. I was like, that's, that's what we do for a living. <laughs> all right, Eddie, we'll check back in with you. We'll give you, what, 20 minutes?
3: Yeah, 20 minutes. And I honestly, man, I think if I get a light drizzle going, I might just start the walk.
0: Did you look at the radar all the way? I mean, have you seen the radar yourself? Me? Yeah. I mean, it doesn't look good. Let me look. What's the name of the town you're in? I'm in Lebanon, Virginia. Okay. Lebanon, Virginia. Oh. Dang, bro. There's a lot. was there, quite the storm. A Bruin. I know.
3: I know, but I'm moving in the direction that it's coming from, so hopefully if I walk fast, I can beat the storm. You know what I'm
0: saying? Yeah. Dang. That's doable. (laughs) Mike, do you see how bad this is here? I think Eddie's going to have to just do Lieutenant Dan and go at the storm and curse it as he's walking through it. And start yelling at God and everything? Well, no, just nothing. I think we leave God out of this. Okay.
2: (laughs) I mean, you're fine through the rain. It's just as long as it's not lightning, right?
3: Yeah, there's no lightning. It's, It's just... Right oh, now,
2: well then, hit range. the road. Yeah, hit the road, Jack. Yeah, are okay. you, I once ran okay. an entire half marathon in the rain.
3: Oh. Oh, a half. Wow, you're Well, I'm you're saying cool. I ran
2: it. <laughs> uh, it was like the St. Jude half, and it was decided to storm that day. I think the year was 2014. I'll never forget oh. it. And then the she hit you
0: here. with the flex that it was for St. Jude. <laughs> yeah. That's right, Eddie. <laughs> okay, hey, by the way, Eddie's going to be walking today. I looked... Eddie, you've now raised over $80,000.
2: What? Yeah.
0: Wow. Amazing. Listeners are donating 5 and $10 at a, at a pop, and you've oh. now raised, I think the last time I checked, it was $82,000. That's amazing. So keep on, Eddie. He's walking West Virginia to Tennessee. We'll check in with him in a little Woo! bit. All right. Bye, Eddie. All right. See you, man. It's time for the good news.
6: With Bobby. Tell me something good.
0: A day on the lake turned into a scary situation for four women in Austin, Texas, when their boat came dangerously close to going over a dam. I mean, think about that. You're in a boat and you're like oh to go off.
2: I'd, I'd be freaking out.
0: They were visiting Ladybird Lake on an electric boat. They were distracted, so they didn't see two marked buoys telling them to turn around. Soon, they were at the edge of Longhorn Dam where the spillway was open because of all the rain. Their electric boat was like teetering over the edge and the motor wasn't strong enough to pull them back. So it was, they're trying to get back. They can't get back. The women called the boat service company, which couldn't pull them away, but they were able to tie the boat off from going any further. And like, Amy, the, the nose of this boat is like hanging off. And you can see down 30, 40 feet where oh, the water crazy. is going over the edge. Mm. The Austin Fire Department lowered life jackets down to the passengers from a helicopter.
2: Oh my gosh.
0: While two lake patrol boats, manned by Austin Police, were able to pull the rental boat back to safety. No one was on her no one was hurt, but I mean, the boat's literally about to go off the dam.
2: Yeah, they weren't physically hurt, but mentally there's going to be some stuff going on. And so also, well. you
0: got to wonder, how do we not see the buoys? Yeah. And also, you got to be embarrassed, too. Because
2: mm-hmm.
0: you're like, it told us not to go this far. We just weren't paying attention.
2: They're probably just having a good time.
0: But, oh, for sh- not probably. For sure, they were having a good time. <laughs> this would have been very tragic for them had they gone over the dam, explains Austin Police Department Assistant Chief Scott Perry. It's a very high dam, and there would have been probably severe injuries, if not loss of life, due to this accident. Wow. At it. I mean, that is, I'm looking at it right now. That is wild. Also, that electric boat looks awesome. <laughs> I'd go rent one of those. You see that, Mike? Wow. Uh, anyway, shout out to, you know, the crew here for saving these women. Just watch for the buoys, too. Watch for the low wa- low water buoys, too. I've driven up on that a few times in a boat. Oh, really? You're
2: like, eh, oh, crap.
0: Yeah. I've never that. manned a boat. You know, I used to work at a marina. Mm-hmm. and Sometimes I'd mess it up and be like, I guess they broke the boat, John. I don't know. They brought it in broken. Wasn't me. Wasn't me. All right, there you go. That's what it's all about.
6: That was Tell Me Something Good.
0: All right, our guy Eddie is walking. It's been raining. He just started. Are you walking with an umbrella? No.
3: no, no. So, so our program director, um, Gator, and then Rod came out. Well, they came to play golf, I guess, because they had a bunch of golf gear. I don't need it, Bones. I got, like, golf pants. Water repellent and a hoodie and everything. I'm good to go.
0: I was told that our executives were driving out to support you. I didn't know they were coming out to play golf. <laughs> <laughs> I think i might have with him right there. So Eddie's walking. It's the first time. You have how many miles to go today? I guess I'm about to. I'm a, about a half a mile right now into my walk. So
3: let's just go with 22.
0: 22 miles today. Now he will be walking, and he told us it's harder to walk downhill than it is uphill. But yeah, he's going to be
3: knees
0: walking down into like a valley and then up mountains. Do you feel safe today where you're walking?
3: Especially with a big uh, radio station van behind Scuba now?
0: Yeah. There's a radio station van?
3: That's what Rod and, and Gator brought. They, they brought drove big van. the van?
2: They drove a
0: station van out there?
3: <laughs> yes. What? Yes. What
0: station did they drive?
3: F-I-W- in the big 98, man. <laughs> huh. Interesting.
0: Boy, they, they're they playing golf. They didn't oh. drive their own car. I need to be a radio executive, man. That's my uh, no life.
2: Oh, I just thought of this tip. It might help, Eddie. If your knees are bothering you and you're going downhill, because, again, I don't know the exact terrain, but sometimes it helps if you turn to the side for a little bit. You can alternate to the left, to the right, and you can go down, you know, walk sideways down, and that'll give your knees some relief.
3: Oh, that's a good idea. I, I was kind of doing backwards walk yesterday, And Scuba thought I was just kind of, like, jamming with him, but I really was just trying to stretch my legs.
2: Yeah.
0: How are you physically right now?
3: So, I'm good. The feet feel good right now. Once I started walking, they feel a lot better. Uh, I have a little soreness on my legs. So, I I think that'll go away after, uh, like, an hour of walking, I think.
0: I'm watching you from Uh, Scuba's camera. He's driving behind you. And you have your backpack on. You're in, like, a a red, uh, some sort of, like, lined... Jacket, these cars are flying by him too. I mean, they're going, dude. I mean, they're doing 85 miles an hour flying right by you. He's got his his hood over his head, and he's walking. And so, rain is coming down on you for sure. We feel for you, we're proud of you. Keep on trucking, my friend.
3: Thank you, man. I appreciate you guys, everyone listening. Really, like all the encouragement keeps me going. So, thank you.
0: If you go over to the stream right now on Facebook, you can actually watch this from Scuba Steve's perspective. I think his phone is just up he's watching Eddie. Is that what's up, Morgan?
5: Yeah, he has his phone up, and he's, like, taping from the car. So that way, hopefully, we have some good service.
0: <laughs> uh, we can also put a link up on our Facebook page. Is there is there somewhere to write that up in, like, the main header where you can go to donate for Eddie's? There's got to be, right?
5: Maybe, but okay. I, I'm not sure I can figure that out right now.
0: <laughs> All right, bobbybones.com, find your link, donate. Eddie, thank you. We'll talk to you in a little bit. Keep walking. Thanks, guys. He's walking West Virginia to Tennessee. He started two days ago. He's got 25 miles to do today, roughly. All right, let's go over and do the news.
4: Bobby's Big
0: Stories. There was a very special arrival at Miami International Airport Sunday as a woman went into labor and gave birth to a baby girl at the airport.
2: Oh, my gosh.
0: Airport employees rushed to the woman's aid, and Miami-Dade police and fire rescue personnel also helped welcome the baby. What do you think she named the baby? Uh, It is in the
2: theme. mm -hmm. Terminal.
0: Okay, that's one answer. Gate. A little gate, okay.
2: Uh, baggage claim.
0: <laughs> Any guesses? Lunchbox. Uh, departure. <gasps> arrival. arrival.
6: Oh, arrivals! Good. That's a pretty, pretty good name. She named the baby Mia.
2: Why?
0: Huh? Oh, Miami International Airport. Oh, Mia. Uh, Mia. Got it. That's right. The mother and baby are doing well. A woman named Julia tried to withdraw 20 bucks from her Chase bank account on Saturday, but during a balance check, the ATM showed she had almost a billion dollars. Amazing. The ATM then told her withdrawing 20 bucks would cause an overdraft, even though she had a billion dollars.
2: Oh, so total glitch.
0: She refused to touch the money in her account. She's scared cyber criminals could take the money that she does have. Yesterday a guy thought he had a trillion dollars in, in like his, his online, you know,
2: Bitcoin something stuff. account. Yeah. yeah.
0: And then, if you remember, we talked about that Friends reunion. And I said, hey, it's kind of odd they didn't make Gunther go in. Something must be going on with him. Because even Justin Bieber went in. He didn't even do a Venmo or a a Zoom. Video, yeah. Yeah. And so I thought something was up because he's not like a huge star of that show, yet he still didn't have to go in. And I remember saying like, man, I hope he's okay. Turns out he is sick. James Michael Tyler, who plays Gunther, reveals he's battling stage four prostate cancer.
2: Oh, that's terrible.
0: And so that's why he was not there for the Friends reunion episode. He couldn't travel. The 59-year-old said he was diagnosed in 2018. Mm. He says it's left the bottom part of his body paralyzed. So he is undergoing chemo. He said the illness stopped him from appearing in person, which aired on HBO last month. They still have hopes for him.
2: Wow.
0: But stage four, that, that, that stinks.
2: Yeah, that's terrible. I mean, yeah, I guess that, yeah, it all makes sense he wasn't there. But at least they still were able to include him yeah. so we could see him.
0: Yeah. All right, there you go. That's the news. Those were Bobby's Big
2: Stories.
0: Got a couple options for the next segment, Amy. Would you like to hear how much money this guy spent to look like a filtered version of himself? Oh, okay. So I guess you go on to a doctor and you go, make me look like me when I've swiped the Instagram filter. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Okay. they could do that. Or would you like to know an article that Mike D found called Celebs Who Dated a Fan and How They Met?
2: Well, I mean, I want to do both. Uh, I don't know. We
0: got to talk to Eddie. Okay. No. But if you have to pick one first, because sometimes we run out of time.
2: Okay. Well, we're going to do both, but I want to go with the (laughs) celebs who dated a fan.
0: You want that one first? (laughs) Yes. Okay. I mean, let me, let me ask Eddie because he's walking in the rain right now. Eddie, are you even listening to the show? Of course. Dude, okay. The only, I mean, that's all I got. Would you rather hear the guy that spent a bunch of money to look like a photo filtered image of himself or celebrities who dated a fan?
3: Celebs that dated a fan, 100%. Okay. Damn.
0: All right. Uh, Eddie's walking now. I would imagine, too, though, there aren't a lot of people on the side of the road waiting for you today because the rain. Right. Although
3: it's it stopped raining, I got a little drizzle, but it's, the hard stuff stopped. I mean, but I feel like
2: our listeners are pretty amazing. They'll show up rain or shine.
0: i show up more shine, to yeah. be honest with you. I'm going to show up shine a little later down the road. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so far, though, you've only been walking for what, like 15 minutes? It says
3: 0.9 miles.
0: Okay, over 20 to go. Good
3: job. We'll, we'll check in with
0: Eddie, and then we'll also do the segment uh, about people, celebrities who dated a fan. All that on and away. <laughs> So there's an article about celebrities who dated and/or married a fan, which I felt was pretty interesting. Uh, Mike D found this on Buzzfeed. Number one is Steve Harvey. When Marjorie Bridges went to a Steve Harvey comedy show in the middle of his set, he stopped the set, stopped telling jokes, looked at her in the audience, and said, "Oh, I'm sorry, I don't know who this is, but I'm gonna marry her." They got married in 2007.
2: Oh my gosh, that's crazy. <laughs> Hmm. I mean, it worked out.
0: Well, you also don't know if she's <laughs> even with somebody. Yeah. Like, do you look on both sides of her and see if there's a dude? And if there is, that's even more baller if yeah. you're know, marrying her. Pretty crazy, huh?
2: Yeah, that is. Interesting, for sure.
0: All the Hanson brothers.
2: They all married fans.
0: All three <laughs> Hanson brothers met their wives at concerts. Yeah. Kate Tucker and Natalie Bryant attended an Atlanta show together where they met Zach and Taylor. Isaac spotted his future spouse Nicole in the middle of the crowd at a different gig.
4: How?
2: What? This actually happens? Where they just point? I mean, I go. I know they meet them and then they have to have something in common and they get along. But still, (laughs) that's crazy.
0: Justin and Haley Bieber.
2: Yeah, but she's from a famous family. Fair. But still, yeah, she did go to his concert when she was a kid. Like she, her dad introduced her to Justin Bieber, like on Good Morning America or something, and the sides. You know, back in the green room or something, and she was so excited and geeked out.
0: Oh, I saw the one where she was half asleep and did not care at all. Oh. That's the clip where I saw him introduce her. You're right.
2: Her. It's the opposite. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why. Like, like, huh? No, you're right. She was totally not excited.
0: When Haley was younger, she was a huge fan of Justin Bieber while he was dating Selena Gomez. After they broke up, Haley and Justin met for the first time. They then had an on and off again dating relationship, and then they got married in 2018 oh, okay. and had their reception in 2019.
2: Yeah, you're right. Okay, Justin thought it was odd that she was so like that because most girls that met him were freaking out.
0: And it was mostly she was just sleepy. Yeah. Uh, The next one is Conan. Lisa Powell was in the audience during a 2000 taping of Late Night with Conan O'Brien where she caught the host's eye and he fell for her instantly. Conan said, Somewhere in the vault at NBC, there's footage of me literally falling for my wife on camera. Wow. I would think that's a bit different. (laughs) going to that show as a fan than going to like a Hanson show. Yeah. You might just be going to, you don't have to love Conan to go to the Conan O'Brien show. You don't have to be a diehard Conan fan.
2: Yeah, but if you're at Hanson, you're normally screaming, dancing along, singing. Mm -hmm.
0: I would think the Conan thing's slightly different than the other ones so far. Because sometimes when you're just a tourist, you just do tourist things.
2: Like, to that point, the Steve Harvey thing could be similar.
0: Probably not. It's probably a Steve Harvey show.
2: Uh, but, yeah, a comedy show, sometimes you, should, okay.
0: When you buy tickets for a comedian at a big theater, <laughs> you don't just buy tickets at the theater and go, I wonder who's
2: going to do some jokes. Oh, maybe a friend dragged you there.
0: Uh, Harry Styles went on a date with a girl named Towns R. jones after her sister set her up on a blind date with him. It was actually inspired uh, it inspired a song called Carolina. They only went on the first date. but So she was just a fan, just in general. Uh, here is a clip of Harry Styles singing about a girl he went on a date with.
1: That's probably
0: the worst one of all of them, though. Mm. Um, you want a couple more or no? Yes. Patrick Dempsey. Hairdresser Jillian Fink was shocked when Patrick Dempsey scheduled an appointment for a quick trim, and after three years as her client, he asked her out. They got married in 1999. Oh, wow. I, feel, I don't feel like that's the same.
2: Yeah, but she was a fan. Like, she was excited that he booked with her.
0: It says shocked when he scheduled an appointment. This says nothing about her going and chasing him being a fan. Okay. You can marry your hairdresser. Mm
2: -hmm. Mm-hmm. You can still be like, oh, my gosh, McDreamy's coming in for Maybe,
0: but she may have (laughs) famous clients all the time. Okay. Kate Middleton of Prince William. According to our former classmates, Kate Middleton had a poster of Prince William on her bedroom wall <laughs> oh, for several
2: years. Oh, man, she manifested it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's 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 a real one. The hairdresser, I don't really buy that much. Okay. This one, though. Yeah. You put a poster up. Mm-hmm. And then Liam from One Direction. Amaya Henry first met Liam at a One Direction meet and greet. Oh. They started dating. They got engaged. They just called it quits in the last couple months. But met at a meet and greet.
2: Have you, well, I mean, you're getting married soon, but I mean, back in the day when you had meet and greets for Raging Idiot? No. Never. Because, I mean, I don't even think you really get time to know someone well enough.
0: And you're in a different city, and it wasn't like I had the money to go fly to a different city all the time. Yeah. Yeah, no. Zero. (laughs) Uh, Eddie is on the phone. He is walking from West Virginia to Tennessee. Eddie, is it still raining on you? Uh, Drizzle.
3: It's a constant little drizzle. Are the cars still flying by you? Oh, yeah, man. These
0: people have places to be. They're not slowing down. Steve's behind you. I see the new car. Looks really nice. Hyundai Tucson, right? Oh, dude, this car's legit. Like, it's really, it's got this feature.
3: I told you last night. It's got a feature where the whole seat cools. I don't know what the technology is, but I sit in there for a little bit when I take my rest. It's a great car.
0: I do want to play a voicemail. This is voicemail number three. This is Marlena from Pittsburgh. I
1: just have a question for Lunchbox. Are you going to be upset if Eddie gets on the news over his trek from West Virginia to Tennessee? Just curious. Let us know. Love y'all.
6: Yes, well, absolutely. I mean, he walked a few miles and he gets on TV for it. Come on now. That's ridiculous. Well. Like, I mean, it's great for Eddie. I'm, uh, I'm excited for him. But to get on
0: the news for it, I mean, unreal ridiculous. Well, he has so far raised $85,000 and it is basically a hundred mile walk.
2: Yeah, for foster families.
0: So there's notable things in all this. The money raised, the distance he walked, why he's doing it. Well, then put us on the news because we're helping him raise that money. I mean,
6: we're we're sitting here telling people to go donate. I mean, so we should all be on the news. It's a group effort. If he gets the spotlight, that's ridiculous. (laughs) All right, let's pull up the the total
0: amount Uh, so far that's been donated. Let's rub it in. Well, Eddie, has the news by any chance talked to you? Yeah, there's a station out of uh, West
3: Virginia that I did a little uh, interview on earlier. I don't know when that airs, though. but I, hey, I'm happy to be on the news. Let's go, any station,
0: no, call me. No, no, calm down. <laughs> call me. You'll be going through like Bristol, Johnson City, Tri-Cities, right? That's where you're ending it?
3: Yes, in Bristol.
0: So if anyone wants to go and meet Eddie there, he's happy to do interviews. going nice. to fly your crew out. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, tow board me. As of right now... The goal was $10,000 for Eddie to make this walk. As of right now, you guys have raised $86,451. How do you feel about that, Eddie?
3: That's it. I'm starting to run. I'm going
2: to run. Oh, there he goes. Okay. He's going to finish today.
0: (laughs) I mean, wouldn't wouldn't it be sweet if he could raise $100,000? No, that would
2: be amazing. I mean, yeah. I don't want to get my hopes up too much, but I do believe that it's possible and we can do it, so...
0: This is all for National Angels. It's for, you know, an organization that helps with foster families, which Eddie is, which is how he got himself into this. Uh, Eddie, keep walking. We'll check in with you later. Thanks, Bones. You can find that link at bobbybones.com. Click that Eddie page. Or on our Facebook, where you can watch the stream, it's pinned up there in the first comment. There's a link there.
2: Yeah, and it's not some a random organization. Like, Eddie's a foster dad and works very closely with them. I have worked with National Angels as well over the years. So, I we can, like, vouch for the difference that they're making in foster families.
0: And just five bucks. Yeah. Yeah. We don't need any more than that. It's mm-hmm. five bucks. And
2: kids, the foster kid they help support the families and can do, like, come Christmas time, I went with them once to deliver Christmas gifts to the family that was fostering tons of kids, and it just was such an awesome experience.
0: We lost Eddie on his walk. He did leave me this voice memo, though, during commercial. Here you go. Hey, I'm about
3: two miles in, and I was just on the phone with you, but it crapped out. It looks like I'm going downhill, so I'm probably going into a valley. I may lose some cell service, but I don't know. That's, that's the
0: situation. He did not get eaten by a bear. He just lost cell. So if we get him, we'll check in with him in a second. We can't get a hold of Eddie. Wait, wait. Do we have him, Ray? Hector, we'll see you, buddy. Hey, All there right. he is. Hey, you're back. Hey, hey,
3: I'm here, I'm here.
0: What's going on? Are you okay?
3: Yeah, I'm great. Uh, Hector from Texas. He's working, uh, he's roofing in Virginia, so he drove over here to, to meet me on my walk. Oh, I'd amazing. Picture with him.
0: Did you lose cell? Uh, are you down in a valley?
3: Yeah. So I, I lost cell for a little bit. It was just spotty, in and out, but now I'm headed back uphill, so I guess it's getting better.
0: Okay, we'll let you walk. We'll check in with you in a little bit. Uh, you're good, though, right now. Body's good. Mind's good. Hey, dude, I'm good. A plus. How are your feet? I'm not even thinking about it. A plus. Okay, I like that. Not even thinking about it. I was talking all to him right. last night, and he was like, the only time I, like, don't hurt is when you guys are talking to me.
2: Oh, wow. Because okay. he doesn't
0: listen to podcasts or anything. He just walks and, like, enjoys nature.
2: Yeah.
0: All right, Eddie, we'll talk to you in a little bit. All right, see you guys. Is he up on the stream, Morgan, right now? Or is it still bad stuff? No,
5: it's, it's all gone. All right,
0: bobbybones.com if you want to donate five bucks to the charity Eddie is walking for. And hopefully tomorrow morning we will be able to actually call this thing. And he makes it all the way to Tennessee. A uh, guy spent $180,000 to look like a photo-filtered image of himself.
2: That's a lot of money.
0: He decided to cut out the middleman for the low price of $180,000. He opted to get multiple procedures done to make him look like he has been put through a filter. I mean, I'm looking well, at him now. So it, just, it, it looks like his fa- he has like light in part of his... You know how you swipe that filter and it looks like your face is a little more lit in certain places? Your yeah? Your cheekbones, your forehead?
2: That's something you can do to uh, your Apparently face? so,
0: because... To me, it just looks like he's got lip filler in, which looks terrible. Mm-hmm. But his skin
4: doesn't pretty good.
0: <laughs> uh, surgeries included cheek fillers, Botox, veneers, laser hair removal, microblading, and he thinks it's the perfect look. Wow. T- to maintain his new look, he now goes through bi-monthly anti-wrinkle injections, which he says keeps him looking flawless. So for the low, low price of $180,000, you two can look like this guy.
2: Man, filters are crazy. I mean, I think they're fun, but then you also have to, like, be careful with how often you're using them. Yeah, then- yeah,
0: yeah, I saw somebody for the first time. <laughs> Someone's like, hey, you should meet them. I said, like, oh, I've seen them on Instagram. And I'm they always use a filter. When I met them, they did not have a filter on yeah. and I was kind of like, huh
2: interesting it's
0: not quite what was advertised
2: I know I think for a lot of us it's important to not use the filter from time to time so that you remember what you look like
0: <laughs> Raymundo says if you go to the mall you'll be shocked at what stores are doing with mannequins now what are they doing
4: yeah so they are uh, putting guys and dad bods in their and the clothing now has the belly at the bottom so you can see how it will look on you <laughs> if you have a belly I think it's great
2: yeah more relatable
4: Well, I mean, usually you'll, as a guy, you'll try a shirt on. You're not going to have a six-pack when you put the shirt on. These guys have a little bit of a belly. So they have the mannequins with beer guts. Yeah, and it'll show if it's going to be tight, if it's going to loose fit. You can still tuck in your shirt, even if you have a dad bod. Do you try on clothes at the mall, or do you... Buy them and just guess. I'm a huge try-on guy, and some of these stores don't let you try it on. Oh, because of COVID. It I went into so Zara, bad. and they don't have any any dressing rooms there.
0: <laughs> it's terrible. I'm not a big pants try-on guy because they never fit. But I will try, and I'll wear really light clothes. I will wear shorts and like a cut on, or a, a baggy T-shirt so I can get in and out clothes quick. I just don't like trying on clothes. If I got a bunch of clothes, I'm just taking them home. If they don't fit, I'm taking them back. I'm not try-on guy. Eddie. Oh, there he is. He's walking. Can you hear us?
3: I can hear you. That's hilarious. I love dad bod mannequins. Have you seen them? No, but that's great. Keeping it real and plus, you I'm telling you guys, women like that. That's why the mannequin makers are like, guys, we have to get on this.
0: Uh, you'll never convince me that if a guy had the exact same personality and character traits, but, but one guy had a dad bod and one guy was really in shape, they would pick the dad bod. You'll never convince Amy. me that.
2: Amy, tell What? Don't drag me into this. No, uh,
0: listen. I understand most people like, they say they like a dad bod because they like what comes with it. Someone who will spend, you know, have to worry about what they're eating. They're a little freer to just live life. But if it's this, if you have the same personality, same characteristics, same traits, and you put the two guys beside each other and one has a dad bod and one's in shape, they're going to pick the in shape person. No doubt about it. Let's Let's
3: be real. That guy doesn't exist.
0: But that's my point. That, okay. okay. Eddie, yeah. you're walking right now. Speaking <laughs> of dad voice. How, uh, how are you how are you holding up? I'm good, man. I'm uh,
3: just past mile four now. So I got about 18 miles to go. And we're gone. Rain has stopped completely. So I think we're over the storm.
0: Have you peeled off your layers of clothing?
3: No, I still have all my stuff. I kind of like how it feels. I'm sweating inside. So it feels like a sauna. Almost like I'm losing weight. I like it for your wedding.
0: Okay. Well, (laughs) will you stop and get food anywhere? Is there a place that you've decided that your walking path leads you by? (laughs) No,
3: no, but there have, I guess there's a chain in Virginia of uh, pizza. Like, I think it's called Pizza Plus. And so I see that and every single time I see that, I'm like, oh, there we go. That's God watching over me, giving me pizza.
0: So wait, you don't stop and eat? That's
3: the only time I stop when I see a gas station. We have a bunch of snacks in the car.
0: But you're not doing a full lunch meal?
3: No, not really. I had a couple of slices of pizza yesterday, but that's been the only real sit-down lunch I've done.
0: There he is, Eddie. He's walking West Virginia to Tennessee. If he meets his mark tonight, tomorrow is the day. We're trying to finish live on the air tomorrow morning. Eddie, this is the last time we will check in with you today. What would you like to say?
3: I would like to say thank you to you guys for encouraging me and keeping me entertained while I walk. And everyone listening, man, thank you so much for following me during this journey. I can't do it alone, so this
0: is great. I mean, yeah, you're right, I mean, he's doing it alone, walking, but no, he can't-
3: I'm, I'm not. Scuba's behind me, Rod and Gator behind Scuba, everyone's listening, and That's true, that's listeners true. Listeners are meeting me out here, so it's great.
0: Yeah,
2: okay. it's sending him the energy he needs.
0: Well, you guys are donating too, and he sees that go up little by little. He's yeah. very grateful. You can go to bobbybones.com, click that link, and go and donate five bucks if you can. It's all for a charity, all for National Angels, which works with families with foster children which is what Eddie is, a foster family. All right, Eddie, keep walking. We'll talk to you. Well, I'll talk to you later, but on the show today, no more. Hey, I don't say this enough. I love you guys. All right, later, dude. (laughs) Bye. There he is. Eddie's walking and talking. Bobby Bone Show.
6: Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Canada. There was a woman running for mayor and one guy said, man, I don't want her to win. So he went around town and he stole 160 of her campaign signs. Dang. They had no idea who it was until he called and left a voicemail and said, your signs are illegal. You're a disgrace. And I took them to the dump. Only problem is he had signed up with his real information to be a volunteer for her campaign. So they had his phone number. But he actually called from his own phone as well. Yes, he called from his own phone to leave the voicemail
0: to let her know, hey, you're a disgrace. And I took the signs of the dump. And so that would be that would number. be the first bonehead. Regardless, he just has they just have his number. All you gotta do is put that in some sort of system and track it. Okay. But the fact that he'd already signed up for her campaign as well is like second dumb dumb. Yeah. And then what happens to him? Uh he gets arrested and charged with theft. Okay, wow. There you go. I'm lunchbox, that's your bonehead story of the day. He got a late start, but he is walking. There were thunderstorms where Eddie is in Virginia, so it took him a while to get started, but he's now on the road. Eddie, you're trying to do how many miles today? 22. How many did you do yesterday? 25. But today's a little little harder walk?
3: Oh, man, I've already gone up some huge hills, gone down some huge hills. I'm passing basically through a mountain ridge right now. It's probably the lowest part of the mountain range, but it's still going through the mountains.
0: Eddie is walking from West Virginia to Tennessee. You can watch at bobbybones.com. You can also donate 5 bucks. Help Eddie's charity. That's why he's doing this. Just go to bobbybones.com. You can click that link, and you'll see a little thing that says click to donate there. It's also just a small link in that page. And if you can, spare him 5 bucks, All right, Eddie, good luck. We'll check in with you later on on Instagram, and, and I'll call you as a friend too. Okay, buddy? All right. Thanks, guys. I think fatigue is starting to set in. Oh, yeah. I mean, today is the hardest day for him. If he can get through today with the storm, with walking up and down that ridge, I think tomorrow we should be able to finish this on the show. I'm just worried about his feet. Because when he finished last night, he was like, yeah, they're okay. But just okay on day two is not a good sign for day three and day four, you know? Yeah. All right, that's what's up. You guys have a great day. Amy, what's going on with you?
2: I have a dentist appointment. And then, yeah, that's about it. What about you?
0: Tonight, I'm doing a live Opry show. Got to be there from like 7 to 9. Uh, I'm doing a Bobby Cats with Brothers Osborne. Uh, mostly just work.
2: Oh, speaking of podcasts, I'm doing Mike D's podcast today.
0: Are you talking about the...
2: I don't know. I Mike, she just...
0: talking about the movie she saw? What am I... The Terminal? Oh, oh is yes. that what we're breaking down? Reviewing <laughs> movies from 2004.
2: Okay, well, we can talk about... Oh, it's throwback movies. That's what we're doing. Oh, yeah. Special episode.
0: <laughs> Revisits Opry tonight.
2: Oh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm.
0: So I'll be out there for that. Okay, goodbye, friends.
2: Bobby boom, come on.